This is Alan. This is Matt. This is the Vinyl Crawl, special edition, record store day edition. Yes. We are, we just came back from the record store. We did, yep. Where you have gotten your initial shipment. Yeah. Of records for record store day. We have. And we are drinking a record store day beer. The record store day beer. Yes, the official. The official record store day beer by Dogfish Head. And what kind of what kind of beer? What do they call it? What style of beer do they call it? This is officially a Belgian style tripel or triple. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I mispronounced it, I'm sure. Question, have you ever seen any other Belgian style dogfish head beers? I don't think so. I don't either. They're normally known for their IPAs, right? Like that's kind of their... Yeah, I mean that's their go-to, that 60-minute, 90-minute, right. you know. Those that's, are two-hearted, which is not really an IPA. That's Bells. Oh, that's right. That's Bells, yeah. You'll cut that out. Yeah, we'll, we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. <laughs> but the... Um, so so this one is interesting. It's it got is. A, I like the label on it. The label's neat. I right, mean, it's yeah. got a lot of record store day vibe to the label. It does. You have a you have a record with the label on it, and the label has the beer to drink music too. Yeah, um, which we could also mention the the companion vinyl that goes with the beer the music. Comp. Yep, to drink beer too, volume two. Right, volume one came out last year. Volume yep. two is this year, which you might notice depending on what store you go to. Some uh, they have like a lot of good. A lot of really cool promotional material to go yes, with it, like posters. You know, they're they're like fake album covers that right. say "Music to Drink Beer" or "Flats." Is it what is it? Beer to drink? Yeah, beer to drink. Music too. Yeah. So they have. Are they called flats? They're called flats. So like back in the day when those used to get shipped to. Yeah, the the store. Right. They were called flats because you used them for display. Yeah. Purposes. You know, they just don't do stuff like that anymore, really. No, they don't. The last thing I remember as far as a display that was really neat, the Adele one was pretty neat. That was okay. Um, but yeah. the um, the Joanne Newsom. Oh, yeah. That was really neat. The promotional deal with, it looks like a, uh, looks like a slide. Slide, yeah. And when the light hits it, it shows like the some album artish kind of thing for divers. That was a really neat deal. That was pretty cool. But this, uh, so this beer is a 9%. That's it's a little heavier than I thought it was. It doesn't drink that heavy. It doesn't drink that heavy. Um, it's pretty fairly smooth in that aspect. Yeah, it drinks light. Alcohol. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of got a odd flavor profile. Yeah. It's like a, it's an apricot-ish. There's an orange, I think it's orange peel and yeah. um, vanilla. Maybe mm. or something. Yeah, vanilla. I'm tasting too. And peppercorns. So yeah. it's it's different. I'm gonna say I'm not a huge fan of it, but if you're into any of those flavor profiles, give it a shot. Right. And see what you think. It's a great beer to split. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's true, I mean, and it's nine percent. So why yeah, not? Yeah. Right. And you're not gonna knock back several of them either. Yeah. Well. I mean. You could. You, I mean, it's possible. Sure. Depends on where the night takes you, right? <laughs> yes. But if you're at a bar that carries beer to drink music to, then that's a very specific bar to begin with. Right. True. 
Where do they sell this in stores right now? They do. Yeah, okay. I'm sure it's a seasonal it. or limited kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. It was different. I'd like to. I would like to know why they chose this specific style of beer for Record Store Day. Yeah, because it seems like normally you do an IPA or a pale ale or even a lager of sorts. Right. But it's interesting that they chose chose a Belgian. Be an interesting it. question for them to answer yeah. if they're listening. If you're listening out there <laughs> in dogfish land. But we'll also be sampling this romantic chemistry IPA. Also from Dogfish. Yes. Yet. That came out the same time as the beer to drink music too. And it has a batshit like artwork deal on it. Oh, it's, it's awesome. really neat. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like um peaches and oranges plums maybe so i'm hoping this will be pretty good like i'm yeah, hoping this has it's good that's pretty good dogs in the pub again well you know i mean we just can't keep the dog out of the pub no no but hey he likes records too so welcome to the rsd pub it's like they always say you can you can take the pub out of the dog <laughs> But you can't take. But the dog, dog stays in the pub. Stays in the pub. Right. Yes, that's, that's exactly. What they always say. That's what they say. So we're talking about some record store day releases of the, of the current and the past. Right. Um, and since we've just been at the store looking at the first shipment that's coming to you, let's talk about some interesting releases we've seen coming up for this Saturday because this will be coming out the Wednesday before Saturday. So. Yep. And the Saturday is Record Store Day, so let's talk about some cool stuff that we've seen. The, uh, <laughs> I guess the one that's the easiest to talk <laughs> about first is the Rob Zombie... Wow. Everybody's fucking an alien, or everybody's getting fucked by aliens? Yeah. Is that what it's... Yeah. Is that the name of it? Something like that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm, I'm not real cool with it. And the reason being is... Not that not that I'm not cool with the album or the artwork or anything like that. I'm not cool with it necessarily being out on the shelf. That's uh, all right. From because it's hardcore. Like it's hardcore. From a standpoint, from an owner's standpoint, yeah, you can't put that shit on the shelf. No, I mean, come on, Rob. I know he's wanting to push the envelope, but like this is a brown rapper. Yes. I mean, it's pornographic. It's not even counter for the new Rob Zombie. It's not even trying to hide the fact that it's not pornographic. Like it's just straight up pornographic. Yeah. So I think it's neat. Like it's 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 total Rob Zombie. The art looks like Rob Zombie. It's got the feel of Rob Zombie. So that's that's all neat. I think it's glow in the dark. Is it glow in the dark? Maybe something. It's definitely something along those lines. I just thought about this. This just hit me. Do you think this is kind of his like fuck you to record store day? Do you think this is like a subtle attempt? Because the songs on the back are only a minute and a half and like two minutes. Like the A side's a minute and a half, B side's like two minutes. Do you think he's like trying to do a sly? I doubt it. Like just to see if they would even put it out. No. Okay. I just it just hit me like why else would you do a cover art so graphic like? And it's graphic. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean, White Zombie and Rob Zombie are no. I mean, everything they do is graphic. Right. There's nothing they do that's not graphic. But this is like this is the big one. It's intense. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And we were both taken aback when we 
when we saw it, when we took it out of the box, we're like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then you flipped it over. <laughs> and then you flip it and it gets no, worse. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> it gets yeah. worse when you flip it. Yes, it, yes, so it does. I'm interested to see what it sounds like. I think after we hear it, we'll know if it was like a like gotcha kind of thing. Yeah. Like if he was just trying to just right. go, look what I can do for record store day. Well, and it also is one of those where it plays from the inside out, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's got bells and whistles. So then there's there's another release you asked me about, which was the Outcast Elevators. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Elevators, You and Me. I think that's going to be kind of a sleeper hit. Yeah. Because that single was massive. It was When massive. I was in middle school. <laughs> it was huge. Um, I, bought that, I bought the CD single of that when it came out. And I remember all the kids at school on the bar, right? Because I had it at yeah. school in my little Walkman or whatever. And all the kids were all about that because Outkast had just come on the scene and were just starting to... I think Elevators might have even been their first big single. I think it was. Because yeah. it, it was great. Everybody yeah. played it. It was a different type of hip-hop. Nobody had really heard anything like that. So I think Elevators could be a big, big yeah. hit. With, with, especially with like the early to mid-30s crowd, I think it could be a really big hit. Yeah, it's definitely a... a uh... They'll see it and go, oh man, I remember, you know. Yeah, exactly. I remember that cover art with the alien on it. Mm-hmm. So what what did you see that you thought looked really interesting? Well, um, there's a lot of stuff personally that I I saw as interesting, but like stuff that I thought will be good sellers, you right? Know, like the Star Wars picture disc. Yeah. Obviously, it has good crossover. Right. You know, um, much like Guardians of the Galaxy did. Last time. Yes. Well, was that last year or the year before? I want to say it was last year. I think it was last year. I think what throws us off is the Black Friday yeah. record store day. Yeah. That, that gets True. us messed up True. a little bit. But yeah. Um, that, that Requiem for a Dream soundtrack is going to be a sleeper, I think, too. You know, I've noticed a lot of people looking for that one because it's, it's Clint Menzel, which is a fantastic composer that does a lot of any of our soundtrack guys. It does yeah. a, he does a lot of our favorite soundtracks. And it's the... Is it the Kronos Quartet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So they're on their accompanying them, I believe. Yeah. So I, I think that's going to be a big sale. I think I think it really is. That's going to be one that's in demand after Record Store Day. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the one thing, or one of the things that stands out for me is I think that they're doing a lot better with the side-by-side 7-inch <clears throat> series. I think that they've... Wow, dog! Yeah, yeah. So the dog's got to get into the pub, right? <laughs> I gotta, gotta come in. It's beating the door down. Okay. The side by side series, I think they've really stepped it up with the die cut sleeve. Yes. In the shape of the forty five adapter. And what's the deal this year with so many side by side releases? There's what six or seven? Seem, yeah, maybe more than that. But um, that and the colored vinyl, and they're doing a lot of swirl vinyl and stuff. Yeah. And I think that Warren Zevon is also a side-by-side. The Werewolves of London. Yeah, yeah. which is a picture disc, which is just badass. It it does. It looks really good. I was kind of on the fence about that one until I saw it, and I was like, okay, that's got to be one to have. It's solid. It really is. And you, you know, you think like I've heard Werewolves of London so many times. Why would I want that? But when you see the picture disc and it looks yeah, that cool, and it's the flaming groovies on the flip. Yeah, it's hard to, not to. It's hard not to pass it up. Right. Or hard to pass it up, rather. Yeah. 
Um, I think the... I, th I hope that that Zuzu plays Twin Peaks will be big. Yeah. I hope there'll be a lot of people looking for it because it is such a good recording. You know, there's... the sound. We've talked about the soundtrack to Twin Peaks a lot because you're a big fan of it as well. Yes. From yeah. hearing it on TV when the show was on. Right. right? Those, yeah. And, and when the CD and things like that came sure. out, you know. Love but, to have it on vinyl. It's supposed to be coming. Like, <laughs> Death Waltz said that it's in production. And they actually yeah. tweeted it on April 1st and said, nobody's going to believe us <laughs> if we tell you that it's in production. But I think the Zuzu plays Twin Peaks is really cool because they're such an experimental kind of psych rocky band mm -hmm. that they do a really cool take on the Twin Peaks music. Yeah. It's really heavy, it's really distorted, really fuzzed out, oh, which lends cool. itself to that style of music, to that yeah. moody style of music. So I think, I hope people really go for that one. Yeah, uh, well, and there's another one that has potential for a little crossover, because the fans of Twin Peaks, man, that's deep. <laughs> They're rabid. That's they deep. are rabid fans. And they're still out there. Oh, Yeah. In droves. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Twin Peaks fans out there. Especially, you know, once it got on Netflix, a lot of younger people got to see it for the first time. Right, yeah. That really got them a lot more fans. Um, the other the other one that I think is a really neat release that I don't think... I'm, I'm not sure if you knew about it before you saw it or not, was that Silly Symphony's oh, Skeleton yeah. Dance. yeah. The, uh, the Disney release, which Disney has a few releases this year. They do. I They've think... got the... Uh, what's the comp? The comp, um, the comp is the what like Walt Disney's greatest songs or something like that. I glanced at the track list and have like Over the Rainbow and a couple of different things like that on it. But classic Disney. Yeah. You know. Uh, and that stuff is great too. Well, and it makes sense because they're doing the Crosley, the Disney right. Crosley. I didn't even think too. about that. Yeah, yeah that yep. makes total sense. So, but, you know, and that is something that I think is very cool to do on Record Store Day because, like, there were releases as we were unboxing stuff where you're like, that's Record Store Day. Exactly. And this I, is, and it's, and it yep. breaches different age groups and it's a way for almost maybe like parents and kids to bond listening to records also. Right, so the the Silly Symphonies release, it was Three Little Pigs on one side, and then Skeleton Dance on the other. Yep. And Skeleton Dance to me is like the ultimate Disney Halloween, um, like, because Disney used to do all those Halloween deals. They have like little three to five minute Halloween cartoons, or even mm -hmm. maybe a little bit longer. And Skeleton Dance was the one in the in the graveyard with the guys. The black and white. Yeah, they throw yes. their bones to each other. Yeah, they, it's it's an amazing it's cart killer cartoon. So, I and I love that song too. So that's why. Yeah. That one was on my radar for sure. Yeah, and I think collectively we are like that is record store day. Yeah, that was where. We, yeah, so to me, so far looking at it, I think this is the best record store day I've seen. Because there's not a lot of weird reissues that nobody yeah. really wants. There's not a lot of dollar bin reissues or like $5 yeah. bin reissues. Right. You know, we saw the Jethro Tull, but okay, whatever. Um, yeah. There's a lot of really hard to find or out of print stuff getting put out. There's a lot of great stuff that you can dive into that you're not going to, like you said, you're not going to find anywhere else. Like the Nuggets comp. 
Yeah. All those weird psychedelic. So uh, what was reissues. the what was the Nuggets comp? I didn't get to see. Was it the original Nuggets comp? Um, I think that. I guess it was the original one. I couldn't tell if it was maybe like a companion to it or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Which, for those that aren't aware of it, Nuggets was a huge 60s psych rock and garage rock compilation that came out in, what, mid-70s? Probably late 70s? Yeah. Yep. Big, big release a lot of people really enjoyed. Yeah. And then, but you also had all those rough guide yeah. reissues, uh, East Coast Blues. Um, and they do the, those every year, but this year looked really good. Like, yeah. It was really, really the good. psychedelic samba one <laughs> psychedelic samba yeah. uh japanese um oh garage well that wasn't a rough guide though no but that's another one of those comps though i noticed a lot of surf and psych rock yeah. this year which is kind of what you want for a record store that's day. great it's stuff you don't see every day it's new know? and interesting stuff right or old and, and if you like stuff. that type of music it's perfect to dive into. Yeah, I mean, if you're into surf guitar or you're into, you know, psych rock, this is the year to go to record store day. Yeah. Because there is so much. Or just to see interesting stuff. Yeah. I mean. I mean, the, the Godzilla one, the Monster of Go-Go, just looks amazing. Yeah. It, I don't know if it's yeah. good or not, but it looks but amazing. But it looks cool. Yeah. Um, the box sets, too. Yeah. that are coming out. A lot of box sets this year. Yeah, there's the Flaming Lips uh, Volume 2 album the collection. Heady. Heady Nuggets. Something like that. And yeah. the Monkees Complete Album Collection. It's like a 50th anniversary Monkees yeah. thing, right? There's a Soul Jazz one that concentrates on a lot of different breaks and stuff, beats that you've heard has the original versions of those. Um, the Towns Van Zandt. Uh, Heartworn Highways. Heartworn Highways. That was the one that we both looked at and were like, my Looks God. incredible. And incredible. You, Light in the Attic deserves a lot of credit for that because they did a that great job. Like, I haven't even seen the inside of the box and I know it's going to be amazing. Oh, that label's out of control. Um, that's the one that they did, the James Brown. I think, no, that might have been... Now and again, I can't remember. Yeah, but they, Light in the Attic did the Betty Davis reissues too, and it's always killer packaging. I agree. Gatefold, the cardboard, not flimsy. It's that heavy cardboard. I think they were smart to do such a deluxe Heartworn Highways package because that that movie document movie slash documentary, whatever you want to call it. Yeah is very near and dear to a lot of people, but mm-hmm. also a lot of people have no idea about it. So it's still kind of under yeah. the radar because it was out of print for so long. Oh, yeah. And it's still under the radar for a lot of people, but the people that really love it are going to love this mm-hmm. box set because it looks so gorgeous. Yeah. And and it is. It's a great you know, it's a great doc. There's a lot of great mm-hmm. music on there. Steve Earle's on there. Towns Van Zandt's on there. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other songs. Uh, Guy Clark is on there. Right. It's also. just, it's a lot of the kind of maybe alt country, if you want, the early alt country people from yeah. the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys just hanging around writing music and talking right. about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think the Towns Van Zandt, uh, uh, Poncho and Lefty and that on. And that in Heart Rock Highways, I think. It should. It seems like <laughs> it a live be. version of him singing that's on there. I can't remember the Steve Earle song that was so popular on there. Yeah. But it's 
It's a great, yeah, great. That comp. one stood out. That'll get my vote for best packaging yeah. on RSD. Um, you know, there's a lot of other great stuff. The Grateful Dead release, you know, box set. Obviously, that's in my top. But now, yeah, I wasn't sure if you're familiar with the yeah, show or not. Um, yeah, here and there. Uh, it's a great show too. It's classic 77 dead. Um, so that one's going to be quite enjoyable. Um, the I really, I like that. Um, you know, just seeing the cover art for it is pretty striking. The, um, um, oh, the manic street preachers. Yeah. Cause man, is it like bright? Yeah. It's mirror finished. Mm-hmm. So it just blinds you when you look at it. That was pretty it's, cool. And it's, you know, it's just a single for Design for Life, but it's really neat packaging. Yeah. And that makes for Record Store Day stuff, too. It does. Um, you know, from the classic rock side, you have that Fleetwood Mac alternate tusk. Alternate tusk, yeah. And the Tom Petty Volume 2 live, which is great because it's not his traditional hits. Right. He's playing So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star. Willin' by Little Feet, and then Oddities from his catalog, Two Gunslingers, um, stuff like that. So that's cool. And the Iron Maiden picture disc was yeah, pretty right. neat for, for metalheads. <coughs> the Deftones was cool. The Deftones release is going to be, I think that's, people are going to be looking for that one. I remember covers sold pretty well, too, yeah. back. Yep. And that's the other thing. So we were talking about current records today, yeah. and we were also talking about our favorite past record store day which to me was 2011 and i think that might be the same for you that one strikes as a good one um you know when i started thinking about it because i remember the first few you know it started in 2009 yeah i believe it was eight or nine i think it was eight maybe it was eight yeah um but there were 30 releases maybe right 2009 I remember the uh, the Black Rock coming out at mm-hmm. one of those around okay. that time, um, and then 2010 it started to pick up, and 2011 it seems like that was like boom. We're that's doing the this. first big one I remember. You know? I went to 2010, but I don't remember a lot of people being at 2010. 2011 I remember being pretty big. Yeah, remember people lining up for that one. Yes, yeah, but you know, um, there were several cool releases then and we noticed that there are releases of that year that are coming out this year too from bands yeah Deftones. The, yeah so deftones did covers in 2011 mm-hmm. which is all their cover songs and they're doing b-sides and rarities this year which there's some crossover between the two right. like no ordinary love i think savory might have been on covers like yeah. the jawbox cover um so there's there's some crossover and you know of course Deftones are kind of on the radar right now too because they just put an album out last week. Yep, which so, has sold well. Yeah, it's you know it's a great album. They're yeah. they're keeping on keeping on, man. You know they've they kind of came along during that new metal scene of the '90s and then just eclipsed it and, mm-hmm. and went far beyond it. So, but I like 2011 for a lot of reasons. I bought that Sid Barrett. Um, Introduction to Sid Barrett album, yeah, which was, was a, a really one. solid release. A lot of good Sid Barrett material on there. I bought, or no, I didn't buy. I'm kicking myself for not buying the Hounds of Love. Yeah, because the Kate Bush Hounds yep. of Love deal came out that in 2011, and it was a 
it wasn't the full album. It was just like maybe four or six songs. It was it was a ten inch. It was a ten inch, yeah. yeah. And that's why I didn't buy it. I was like, ah, I don't like you know, ten inch records are like, ah, it's not a twelve inch, it's not seven inch. <laughs> ah, what am I gonna do with this thing? So I didn't buy it, but I was kicking myself for it because it had some really good mixes of her songs on it. Um, the one the one thing that I remember being the golden jewel from that year was the big star. Yes. Um the big star test pressing for third for third and it was one of those it, they only pressed a thousand right and we got severely allocated on it there but was 10 test pressings was that right i think so and so that was the deal it you, was like a golden ticket scenario yeah it really was and i we may have gotten five copies yeah you know it went quick and to my knowledge, nobody got a test pressing of it from yeah from yeah. here yeah. But that that one that was one of the maybe early releases that created that record store day buzz of like gotta get it yeah gotta have it yeah thing. that's one of the first times I remember anything like that happening. Yeah. And what's funny is third is not the best big star album no at all. It's very experimental yeah. It's very disjointed. It's yeah. good. It's a very it's good, good album. But it's not there. It's, it's funny not, they picked that yeah. one. You know? <clears throat> well, um, it, I think there was a huge... If I remember right, there was a huge big star push that year um, to like start the re-release process of some of the early stuff. Yeah. Did did the Harry Chapin... Or not Harry Chapin. Harry Nielsen. Did that album come out that year? His RCA sessions? No, that one... Was that 2012, probably? I think that was 2012. Yeah, I picked that one up that year then. Yeah. Um, that Daft Punk Tron soundtrack. Yes. 10-inch. That, that was big. Like, blue or glow-in-the-dark yeah. blue. Well, that was when the new Tron had just come out, right? Yeah. Yep. So. The Foo Fighters medium rare covers album i don't remember that one. Oh, that one was cool yeah i don't remember i that picked one. that one up and that one was neat um killer version of baker street on there does that also have their version of down in the park the gary newman i don't think it does okay. do a really good job on that one too yeah but yeah their baker street cover yeah. is out it's of killer. it's out of sight it's killer um the gorillas <laughs> the grinder man Gorilla's Gorilla, release was big that year for the fall because there was all this hype around that Gorilla's album because they had recorded it with just an iPad. Yeah. And the iPad had just kind of come on the scene. Yep. And Damon had, had put this release out about we recorded this whole album with the iPad and just, you know, shit attached to it. So there was a huge Yeah. There was a huge stir around that. That album. was pretty big. Yeah. Um the Ryan Adams too that came out, the E P what was the EP that came out? Class Mythology. Hmm. I don't really remember that one, honestly. Yeah, yeah I don't think yeah. I do either. Um, but yeah, that overall it was it was a great year, I thought, for Record Store Day and the first yeah. one to really create that that big buzz on it. Local bands that played that year. Were there any that you remember in twenty eleven? Um. I believe that was the Black Shades. Yeah. Okay. I think that was the year maybe that <laughs> Yeah. 
I'm trying to remember it. Was Pizza Riot on the scene by then, or was it no. after? Was it after then? No, that was way after. <laughs> okay. Or way later. Um, I don't know. 2011, 2012, I could get mixed up, but I remember Johnny Thompson, uh, Black Shades, Fat Box. Yeah. Um, oh, Ryan Dowdy's band that was also had Russell in it. Uh, oh, Double O. Double O. Yeah. yeah. Double O the Rabbit. Double Zero the Rabbit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good times. It's good times for sure. Of course, you were at a different shop then, so we have to yeah. mention that it wasn't wasn't your home turf. By the no, way. it wasn't. I think I played the first record sh- record store day at your current shop. You did. I think I opened it. Yeah, you did. Yep. I remember it being pretty fun. I killed it too. I don't remember killing it, yeah, but I remember it being it. fun. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing a Wilco song, and I think me and Woodson became friends after that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it, just, it took one Wilco song, and we became friends. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, this year proves to be a good one too, as far as yeah, I mean, bringing in the festivities with you know our record store days at the. At the shop, keep growing. Yeah, they keep getting bigger and bigger. Yep, it's and, great. And, and it and like the community around it is is pretty awesome. Like all the local people that come out to support it are great. I I think that we have you know I hear a lot of I want to bring up the the bad of record yeah, store day sure. because it's the elephant in the room. Yeah, um, I hear a lot of people that complain about record store day because it's it's a either a a den for flipping records where everybody just runs in and grabs as many as they can so they can flip it or they don't like it because they have to wait in line too long or they say that the record store employees are kind of shitty to them because they impose rules about they can only get this or that or whatever here we just really don't have that problem i don't know if we're if we're just a small microcosm that gets along or what I'm, I'm not sure but yeah. everybody that's in line's cool everybody's considerate and more than once I've seen people shopping and somebody is talking about an artist or band right and they're like oh yeah man is this what you're looking for you know it, it never I mean, fails every time and yeah. it'll be like the first 10 people in line do that for each other sure yeah it always is like because they start digging for what they're looking for and if they find something somebody else is talking about they'll go here you go man here yeah. it is it's right over here well, and, you know, some of it could be the environment that we create, too, because these people that are coming to it know that we work hard to create a shoppable way to do Record Store Day. Right. And they, you know, it's not like we just unload it, price it, throw it out there, go find it. Right. You know, we create a good shopping experience and also, you know, like we're going to provide coffee for people. We'll have a food truck. We'll have a food truck snacks, there. things like that. Yeah, and then live music. So it's it's a day. And like we show up a little bit early before we open. And we usually like talk to the guys in the line. Like, yeah. hey, what kind of stuff are you looking for? Right. And if somebody's like, if somebody's first in line and they really want something bad and we don't have it, then we let them know up front. Like, yeah. we don't have that hey, in the store. we didn't get that. You should probably head wherever else you're gonna to go to find it if you yeah. if you need it that bad. So, <clears throat> and I know you respond to people a lot of times that'll ask you like, "Hey, are you getting such and such in?" Yeah, and you'll give them a quick, you know, a quick shout. Say like, "Yeah, sure, we're gonna get it." Or, "No, man, we sorry, we didn't get it this year." And that's the thing. I mean, coming from previous places, 
dealing with record store day stuff. Right. It was all supposed to be hush hush, no talk about her, this or that. You know, yeah, you know, we don't know how much we're going to get of one thing, but it's like, man, if somebody's asking, it's like, yeah, man, I ordered that. We should get it. Or if they come in during the week of the process that we're doing it, yeah, we got copies of that. Yeah. You'll be good. And that's what. I think that's what Record Store Day is really supposed to be about. They they like to say that, you know, it's it's about putting the record store back in the black or whatever. Or, you know, they they like to to say it's they, they they like to say it's to to help your sales out yeah. basically. But to me, the real thing about Record Store is the community aspect of let's go back to what it was like for everybody to hang out at a record store yeah. for at least one day a year. Let's get everybody together and let's act like the old days of a record right, store where sure. hangs out. Because that's what we do all day. I mean, right. Every, well, you know, we're busy because we're working, but every time we're there, it's, you know, chatting with people we hadn't seen in a while yeah. and talking about what records people bought and looking at the, you know, the colorways and stuff now because they yeah. always do different colors. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. We're seeing the people that, that'll come in, unload a wad of cash on so many. Wait right. a couple hours and you see them rolling again. Like, oh, they still got that one. Like, yeah, yep. you know, yeah. Go donate plasma or whatever you got to do, <laughs> and then come back and grab that one release that you really needed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun day, and you can look at it two ways. People complain and bitch about it and all that, but it's like, hey, let's just rise above all that and let's have fun and let's create an atmosphere where it's like it's Christmas. Come on. You and, know? and that's the thing about this year in particular is I feel like this year that whoever was in charge of coming up with the releases did a great job. Yeah. I think they really took a hard look at the criticism of last year, maybe the year before, of we don't need we don't need releases that are already flooded in the market to be re released. Right. Which is kind of what happened the last couple of years. Yeah. Because what happens is those get stuck with the record store owners, you know, like that's yes, the exactly because these things are not returnable. No, you, you make your order, they come in, they're right. yours. Yeah. So, I think that whoever was in charge of releases this year probably took some of that into consideration. That's yeah. what it feels like, anyways. Right. Yeah. And for that, that's great. That yeah. that can do nothing but help record store day. Yeah, I agree. So, any other thoughts on it? I'm looking forward to it. Well, we've gotten we gotten done drinking. This beer, yeah. this, this other dogfish. So let's talk about it for a second. Okay. The Romantic Chemistry IPA. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's it's awesome. There's a I lot think. of peach notes in it, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Which is really nice. Like a lot of citrus and, and really sweet kind of peach notes to it. And that's me. I like the citrus. Yeah. You know, I'm all about it. Um, just from the bottle, I mean... Great label. Yeah, it looks great. It really looks Killer great. Killer label. Um, it's what, 7%? Uh, 72 7.2. So not super heavy. No. Not super light, but not yeah. super heavy. Um, but it's... Uh, I get no alcohol on it. Yeah. It's great. All. It's great beer. It's... Like zero harshness to it whatsoever. Not much bitter either. I don't no. get a lot of bitter off of no. it. It's uh, that mango and... And ginger and apricot. It's a good mix. It's good stuff. Tastes like summer. It's a good summer beer. Yeah. Summer to fall. Somewhere in that range. Cool. So looking forward to Record Store Day Saturday? Looking forward to Record Store Day. 
It's Everybody needs to go day. out and support the local stores. That's what it's for. Wherever you're at, support your local record store, and you know, don't forget about them throughout the year either. Yeah, go go grab whatever record you want. Fuck flipping them. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> just, go, just go get How whatever. You feel? <laughs> just go get whatever record you want, man. Yeah. If you see something you want, grab it. Don't worry about what it's worth. And online. you know what? Open it and listen to it. Exactly. Rip the damn shrink wrap off. <laughs> That's right. Put it on your Crosley or whatever you got. Whatever you got. Whatever you got. It don't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Just enjoy it. We didn't even talk fun. about that. The Disney Crosley. Yeah. Or did we? We did talk about we it. Did. You brought it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Disney Crosley. Disney Crosley. Get one.